Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Sunday, July 15th, 2012. And on the podcast this week, I'm improvising with Sarah Hathaway, which was continuing the uh, streak of having folks from the Team Meridian on, uh, much to my excitement and satisfaction. Uh, I think that we had a great time, and I hope you'll enjoy it too. I felt very taken care of by Sarah, even though um, I am a loudish mess through the whole thing. If you have a suggestion for a guest tonight to use on a future podcast, please send it to the email address, which is prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, just shoot an email to that same email address with anything else in the subject line at all, and I'll uh, try to get back to you as uh, quickly as I can. Um... Also, uh, just another reminder, there's classes going on if you're in Chicago at a CIC. This Tuesday, I believe, starts up Farrell Walsh's four-week uh, scene intensive. So if you have uh, your Tuesday nights, uh, check that out. And then just after that, in about mid-August to um, early September, I'll be doing four weeks of a uh, class on sort of roles and ensemble play, which I, I think is going to be really um, fun and exciting. So um Take a uh, take a gander at that by going to uh, cicomedy.com slash classes if you'd like more information. Uh, for uh, my recommendation this week, I'm going to suggest um, for everyone out there who has nerdy or niche tastes that you uh, get in tune with tfury.com um, t-shirts of, you know, I think that's going to be one of those things, one of those uh, cultural fashion things that... Uh, people will look back on at this particular era in time, but um, we're we're in a t-shirt culture, and that's a great place to go to uh, find cool stuff. They have one new t-shirt every day, um, and then it's gone, and they're all uh, sort of cool referential stuff, but I think in the right way rather than in an annoying way. I, I, I Like, I, I bought Louie a great um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure t-shirt that just has the bike and says... Uh, a loner, a rebel on it. So it's kind of um, subtle and not garish and not really bragging, more just sort of an aesthetic appreciation thing. And they're real cheap. They're like $10. So um, if, you know, if you're a woot shirt person or anything else, it's uh, it's worth uh, worth getting getting in on that, you know? It doesn't, doesn't feel like it's that big of a splurge if that's the way that you uh, treat yourself. Um, all right, so uh, let's move right along to the scene here. So this is Sarah Hathaway and I improvising to a suggestion from Ben Bowman, and that suggestion is Hot Rebellion. Well, Mickey's out of his mind if he thinks I'm going back in there. You've got to, Dennis. No. God damn it, you've got to. No way. You've got to take that SAT. No. Way. No way. This is about your future. Is it? This is. It's about me being owned. No. Owned by my goddamn uncle. Sure. Oh, yeah. Go to college. Live your life how I want you to live it. No I... way. I'm done. I want what's best for you. Do you think I became the mattress king overnight? 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let but, me tell you then. I took that SAT. I scored very high on the math portion. Not well, so well congratulations. on the verbal. Thank you. It took me a while. Two tries. Then I went to state school and majored in business management. Well, and then I worked a sales job. That's a, an amazing story. <laughs> You're amazing. You're an amazing man. Thank you're, you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Uncle Mickey. Thank you for sharing your story and vision with me. But it is not for me. Dennis. It is not for me. Dennis. I'm going to be a wild child. What do you think that means? Do you even know what that means? I Define don't know. wild child. I'm going to get on a bus and go to the big city. Yeah. The city? Yeah. The biggest city? That's right. New York City. Do you know what will happen to you in New York City without even an SAT score? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm going to shake my buns in some sleazy hole. Oh, And then exactly get discovered. <laughs> and discovered. then move on up. Yeah, I'm going to have an unconventional story. Yeah, I'm not going to go to school, and I'm not going to eventually become a mattress king. I'm going to be a pop star, but i got to live rough for a while before that happens. I know. I know how it goes. I can't believe you would break my heart like this. Oh, well, After everything I've done for you. I'm not trying to break your heart. I just don't want to be you. Oh. I know you're all the parents I've got since Mom and Dad died, but still... It doesn't give you a right to own me. I'm not trying to own you. I'm trying to raise you. God damn it, your eyes are just like your mother's. My dead sister. Oh, oh, uh, Yeah, well, they may look the same, but these windows lead to a different house altogether. <laughs> you have such a poetic soul. Yeah, that's are right. Are you sure you don't want to just take the verbal portion? No way. Maybe you could even be a poet or something. That's fine. Oh, I'm going to be a poet. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a, a spoken word poet. That's how it's gonna go. I'm gonna be shaking my buns in a no, filthy that's hole. Not, that's not what and filthy then, poetry is. And then, but then I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna do some poetry. And then somebody's gonna go, "Ooh, this kid has had a rough life and understands life beyond his years. Move on up from there." Move on up. To, to where? Do you want to be moving An electronica up? band where the vocals are just me doing spoken word poetry. There's going to be someone scratching and someone on keyboards and someone on samples and me being like, pretty flower, petals, stamen. I don't even understand what any of those words mean. It's about a flower and how it's beautiful, but still, it's dirty. Dennis... Please, can't you use this creativity in a, in a more conventional way? I'm burning up on the inside, Uncle Mickey. Oh. I need to go light some fires before I just crumble into ash. Do you want to go to the, the arcade after this? I swear, if you go in there and finish at least one personal essay, I will take oh, you to the Oh, you're going to bribe me with take, arcade time. Yes, it's your favorite. I know. <laughs> oh. I don't want to be weak. You're not. This is where it starts. There's nothing weak about growing up. Oh, you just want to prostitute me. No, I think, oh, actually, I think you wanted to prostitute yourself. Yeah, but it was on my terms. Oh, so that's all right? Yeah. Self-prostitution is okay, but... Yeah. Just... 
I'm completely comfortable getting naked in an alley and shaking it while some 50-year-old man jerks off to me. That's my turn. Oh, Dennis. And it's going to wind up in a poem. But if I take this SAT, that you get a piece of my soul, not oh. just my body. Dennis, I didn't want to tell you this, but do you know how your parents truly died? It was a boat accident. But on that boat, they were both shaking it. They were shaking it! No way! They were shaking it so hard they didn't see that wave coming. Oh, what? And then they got capsized? And drowned, shaking it all the way down to the ocean floor. I, know. I swore I'd never let another Studebaker die from shaking it again. Well, that's not your choice. And I know that you tried to tell me that as a cautionary tale, but that makes me more determined to go and shake my buns. More determined because it's... It's, it's going to be a celebration of my parents. God. <laughs> you have so much of their free spirit. I just wish you could use that that rich language, this this sense of what a cautionary tale is to maybe just advance your education a few more years. I can't go in there now. I'm in mess. Oh, here. Let's try I'm tears. sorry. I'm so hard. No, no, no. Never apologize for being who you are. I love you. I'm I love you too, Dennis. There's another one next month. Okay. You do that then? You compromise that much for me? Uh, and then maybe... Let's just... Uh, I'll enroll you in a dance class. Not, uh, too many steps. I'm too, I'm too raw right now. Let's just take a month where we talk about it. Okay. Can we go to Sonic and get Texas toast? Yes. Okay. And that's our time. <laughs> 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 oh man, okay, I'm gonna set the uh, I'm gonna set the alarm. <laughs> uh, I felt really um it was like weirdly Tennessee Williams in a couple parts. Oh yeah, well <laughs> it was very very radio play. That's great. I love I love that. That was good though, right? Did you yeah. like that? Yeah, it was really it was it was so um, There's something it was so it. bizarre. I was like, I have no clue where this is going, <laughs> but I guess that's really how improv should be, right? Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Because I feel like the, it was um, there was a the, we had nice points of view and we were really driving at each other and it was like yeah I had no idea where it was gonna go either I just like had I just was like we're both really passionate and on two sides of this line and we'll see where it lines up which felt really r- really good you know and there wasn't any there wasn't a lot of ornamentation to it it was just like no. this is what you want. And this is what I want, and we're going to drive at each other. And I think that wound up producing, like, a really good scene, you Yeah. Know? I mean, I, that was one of the things I really misunderstood, like, when I started doing improv, is that you, it's not that you can't ever have, like, conflict in a scene, you know? Yeah. So I was like, avoid argument, like, avoid transactions. But it's, like, really, you can, you can, I think it's, like, you can use those things as long as everyone's in agreement, too. And that was, like, one of those scenes where we were, like, agreeing to have this conflict. But I was yeah. not super yeah. worried that we were actually going to be like, no, you're stupid. Yeah. No, you're stupid. Because, yeah. like, it was it was based very much in, in these, uh... Yeah. Well, the, I mean... Studebaker characters. I, I think that's a really astute, um, like, kind of observation is that... And that's something that I think that improvisers come to mm-hmm. after, they're, they're, after they're drilled on you know, sort of, like, these supposed uh, immutable laws of how mm-hmm. we're supposed to behave, right? But, like, 
when you when you actually the the there's almost no kind of like what you can or cannot do in scene rules actually it's like what your point of view is on play mm-hmm. you know and so what we're trying to do is is uh you know manufacture a slice of like a different world um where but that's still real that's still yeah. like Pallid, pallid, like someone that can have empathy with or mm-hmm. like believe it, you know? We want people to believe it's real, right? And so for good or for ill, the lives we live include arguments and they include transactions yeah. and all that stuff. And so it's just really important not to approach something like that as a um, as an improviser where you're sitting outside of it being like, I'm I'm playing a mechanical game that is built to... to be funny and have me win. Mm-hmm. You know, those are counter... Th- those the, those notions, I think, are what people fall towards because they're like, oh, I want to get laughs and I'm playing this and I want to play in a position of strength and so I want to mm-hmm. win, you know? And I think those... That, that just doesn't work out, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not... It doesn't create something that feels real. It's like peop- it winds up being two people that just feel feel nothing for each other mm-hmm. and are constructing like tetris blocks that are that that are built to that are they're built to win so it's just revelation after revelation after revelation that that changes what is happening but yeah. I, I feel like it's one of those that something that we did really successfully is the thing that when i'm when i'm coaching people that i like try to tell them and you know, hopefully, wind up executing on myself when I play. Is that like, if you're in an argument with somebody, that's fine. But the re- the reason that arguments sustain is because the two people that are in the argument actually care about each other more than they care about the argument. Yeah. And that was I feel really because if you don't care about each other at all mm-hmm. and you're arguing, then it's a very short argument where it's like fuck you and you walk away. Yeah, you know? and like then also why why are these why do we even need to, like, see these characters then, you know? Like, yeah, If, if yeah. they have, like, no relation to each other, like, why are why do we care about them? Like, yeah. does the audience care about them? Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was such a fun, a fun game to play in that scene. I've been thinking a lot about, like, uh, like, games and scenes recently, like, like, just reading about the, like, UCB theory about, like, starting with a game. Yeah, yeah, And I know yeah, something it's I, was, I never really, like, fully ascribed to, I guess, before, just, like, not yeah. knowing a lot about it, oh, but I I've been totally, super aware of it now. Yeah, I totally don't. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm very much, like, it, I mean, I think that's one of those things. That, it, it, there's, 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 there's bad, mediocre, good, and great improv everywhere, mm-hmm. and, um, I think that it's it's an interesting thing to see to see the scales, you know, like there's when I see like a UCB style great improv, it's great, you know. Yeah. But I think it's great because the gameplay winds up being disguised behind naturalism, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but when it's bad, it's like I see all the pieces, I see exactly what's happening, and now I'm just going to see them mechanically turn a wheel, yeah. you know. And it's like that's not engaging to me it's like it's like sitting there watching someone assemble the same puzzle over and over mm-hmm. and over and nothing will be revealed you know but you're not there, there will be no revelation at the end of a show if all you do is 
change the words that you're saying, but do exactly the same thing in three beats, you know? Yeah. And so I, I would rather, when I do, when I have bad shows, I'd rather fail, you know, because a relationship doesn't work or uh-huh. like, you know, it's that kind of, I'm, I'm much more a proponent of naturalism. Like, mm-hmm. but I think it's because I don't really care if it's funny or not. You yeah. know, I just want it to have impact. Yeah, and that's like it's such a hard way to play. Like being like, yes, and then I will make the best joke of the night. Yeah, next. yeah, I think that's hey. it's a different. It's it's more yeah. short. It's like it, it I think it, it leans a little bit to, more towards kind of a short form perspective mm-hmm. where short form is is you know is is so perfectly engineered um, rhythmically and sort of in the in the component the mechanical components of what you're doing to produce the most situations that will be have the most laughs yeah and to remove some of that formal gameplay but still have that be the objective it takes really talented people to have that yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole different type of muscle and that's like i was always really terrible at short form and i haven't done it really at all since like i like my freshman year of college oh yeah so it's like at this point now i'm like Oh no! Like I don't, yeah. I don't even know how to do that anymore. Like, but um, I, but I do. You know, I I think it's really. A, I mean, and of course, it's because I come from like a sh- sort of a short form background. I basically mm-hmm. played comedy sports for thirteen years before I ever moved to Chicago. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's really, it's it's very. You know, I, I mean, I know that I'm stating preferences, but I don't want to be judgmental about any any particular discipline and I think that short form's purpose it as or short form's benefit as an improviser even if you're more preference towards long form is that Mm -hmm. it does teach you rhythm and game and you know sort of it teaches you a lot of mechanics um and and presentation you know like and stage presence Mm -hmm. much more so than um a a lot of long form disciplines and so if you can kind of like play it and then sort of subsume it into it, where it becomes second nature I think mm-hmm. it can be really valuable of course you know I worry that that it informs a little bit too too much of my character you know, it's <laughs> like when I was in 5 5B and Noah called me a clown it's like that's I'm like uh, I mean he's right and it's stuck with me forever where I'm just like uh, I mean really what I want to do is express my feelings but unfortunately I come across like this ridiculous asshole at all times yeah I feel like my, my one carryover from those days I feel like I always like being um like animals or inanimate objects <laughs> they're like expressing their opinions a lot uh, yeah it's it's totally interesting I've, I've never been like one to ascribe fully to any school of thought about like the right or the wrong way to like do improv or, or do comedy um but it's it's been really interesting to like yeah, just coming back from, like, the Del Close Marathon and, and seeing a lot of, like, UCB performers, like, having that idea of, like, playing the game. Yeah, so yeah. present in my mind, like, even when I'm not, yeah. like, what is the game in this scene? Yeah. Um, and it was it was kind of funny just to, like, do that scene and, and like, be very aware of, like, the two or three games we were playing and not yeah. really worry about them at the same time. So yeah. Like, all right, so, like... It's it's fun. I think it's it's a that's a funny. Th- I mean, it's very much a New York and LA thing. Like if even yeah. if you go to IO West, um, a lot of the a lot of the Herald teams you'll see there will play a very UCB style. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just not that attractive to 
to me, you know? Like, yeah. I see it as very mechanical, but I'm sure that the same perspective back, you know, were, were they to see, I don't know, I mean, just me in a bad show, they would be, the, the, the opinion would probably be that it would be just wildly inefficient, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, you know, why are you not on point? This is so inefficient, you could make this much more efficient. Whereas I'm like, why is this so mechanical? You can make this much less mechanical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's 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 totally weird. It's <clears throat> a very like, um, a very different philosophy for sure. I don't know. Like the the rest of Meridian could tell you our, our show at the the Del Close Marathon was really strange because we started out with like ten people in the audience who did not want to see us, and we won them over. We got Good. them. We got them eventually, but it was like. Yeah, we, we started out doing a pretty strict Herald, and we're like, no, this isn't working, <laughs> and just kind of, like, started having more fun with it. And I think and, that's uh, a really important thing for a team to learn to yeah. do, is, like, to baseline, be like, well, this is the perfect, you know, this is the, the textbook form, but based on what a show needs, breakdowns can happen, and those breakdowns are yeah. discoveries, you know, so. Yeah, and then, well, that was, that was just silly. We all ended up as half spider, half people. <laughs> I am running the army. Allow me to apologize again for not no, seeing no, that show. No, that's that's totally fine. I, I did feel like a real shit for not going to see folks, especially because so many people were so nice oh. and showed up for shows, and I'm like, it was very I'm sorry, strange. I'm being a fucker here, but like, it just wound up being like a team vacation where you know we had to, you know, we hadn't seen Vanessa in like a year or so. It was yeah. Like, we just hung out with her all weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know. It's very freeing to like do. Uh, I don't know, as, as someone who tends to be a little bit too intellectual about comedy, it's, like, really freeing to do shows for, like, total strangers yeah. a lot of the time where you really just do not care. And I've, yeah. I've just, like, way, way more fun with that. And, like, all of these shows this past week, like, even at our show that, yeah. that our teams did together at The Pit, it was it was still, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, you know, there, there was no, like, weird pressure to try to, like, do anything, like, the, the right way. Yeah. Um, well, and I that's think like that's a really a, important thing to like. I don't know. I, I, I need to keep that with me. I guess back yeah. to bio too. Well, but. I think I mean I think that probably it's it sounds like you're at a really interesting point that, you know, if if I can be a little bit of an old man just to sort of say, <laughs> you know, I think what you're feeling is is really good and it's really going to help your evolution as like a mm-hmm. performer because, I really do think it's important for for. If you really care and want to be a good performer, then you should develop a philosophy. And it really doesn't matter what that philosophy is. It's mm-hmm. just like have a point of view, you know, like, and, and it shouldn't be external. It shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to do these things because something external to the show demands them of me and I want to satisfy those external, mm-hmm. you know, like needs. It's why people yeah. like flip out when Sharna shows up because there's this external force that they feel like they need to satisfy. Mm-hmm. But you just have to have a point of view. You have to be going for something. You know, you need to, like, sort of be like, this is what I believe in, and and, and this is why I improvise, and this is what it will help me discover about myself. Yeah. You know? And being exposed to, like, you know, alternative philosophies that, yeah. like, you can take things for, from or decide why you don't care for it is Mm -hmm. really important I mean that's when I coach I'm like you know if it's a group that I've never worked with before or even if it's a group that I have worked with a little bit you know I make sure to sort of like disclaim it right up top where it's like thanks for giving me your time and attention but at the end of this 
it is up to you to decide whether you agree with me or not. Yeah. But if you don't agree with me, figure out why and under and understand that and, mm-hmm. and make sure that it's like a conscious part of how you play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's just very it's, <clears throat> Yeah. It's yeah, just I I've been I've been way, way in the headspace about yeah about comedy this past week after after having seen so much of it and, and done so much of it. Um We'll make but your decisions because yeah. your po- your point of view is your having a point of view is what will make you successful. Because in mm-hmm. that same token, you know, like um, I saw a buddy of mine, um, his UCB team did like a midnight cage match at the iOS festival a few years ago, and it was like the it was a perfect tag run show. Like mm. it was I've never <laughs> seen, and it was a UCB team. It was um, last day of school mm-hmm. um, at at UCB in LA, and um, I've never, I've never seen it, and I do not believe I will ever see a tag run show uh, as good as that. It's like it was the unicorn. It was, it was the, the yeah, unicorn. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was perfect from start to finish, you know. Wow. And um, I am sure that a great part of that was because of the the discipline they gleaned from working at UCB. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Every it, it seemed very natural, but every scene went a, a perfect short amount of time that didn't feel like a joke, mm-hmm. but felt like it was very funny, and then immedi- immediately tangented to something else that was just as good and completely compact and amazing. And you know, I don't know that <clears throat> I don't know that we, you know, the Chicago culture would produce a show could produce a, t- a team of all talented people that had that ability to mm-hmm. like execute exactly that show. But at the same time, you know, I would much rather watch a Chicago Herald like, you know, that if it was really about an idea, mm-hmm. you know, about like communal thought because I, I haven't seen any sort of like game-based heralds that approach anything as interesting like um idea-wise yeah they don't seem to be as like thematic yeah something that i noticed a lot it's just like a very different like what the what the core of the herald is it's just a very different yeah yeah uh, idea yeah and so like you know having the having a point of view is what makes us um is is what makes us decide what kind of work we want to do and then what we need to act on to produce that work yeah. and there's no there's no wrong like you know there, it's just what are you trying to do mm-hmm. what, what do you want to do like figure out what you believe in and try and do it yeah so we all want to shake our booties in an alley <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I know so of course I know I can be as as, as high minded and you know artistically elitist as possible but all you really have to do is listen to me play a scene and it's like, this moron is just—he is a clown. Well, there's a clown for you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a good philosophy to have. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's sort of like, well, I care, but since I I I care about freeing myself from my uh, over analytical mind and 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 being a like an idiot, you know. Yeah. Just well, I think that's out. I think that's important. I think a lot of improvisers are very uh, heady lovably strange people and it's nice to have that freedom to like not not be that if we choose not to for a little bit yeah i want to root out what's in the corners of my mind yeah 
and this really helps me do it. So, in any case, uh, the um, the dog went off. So, um, is there was there anything about the experience um, or about the scene that you didn't get a chance to talk about that you wanted to? Uh, no, I just I just thought it was really fun. That was a fun um, dynamic. I don't usually play for one reason or another especially <laughs> being like an older dude I feel like I never really, like a dude at all much less an older one so that was really fun yeah that was great I'm happy that we stumbled into it that was yeah. a ton of fun to play yeah that was great awesome thanks so much for doing it I really you. appreciate it